Hey, you guys, if you are a fan of the pod and want to support us, you can give us five stars on iTunes or Spotify. If you're listening on Google Podcasts or something like that, please consider not being a loser. Thanks and enjoy this episode. Speaking of Smash Disney Channel characters. Mm-hmm, go on. Fill the future. Fill I'm the already future. thinking. Of- <laughs> Mystic balls. 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 Mystic Literally, what? let's not record. I want you to watch. This, that's more important that you watch Real Housewives. I don't know. It, I just – okay, maybe I'll start it. Is it on Hulu? What's it on? It's on Hulu. There's only okay. two seasons. I never really got into Real Housewives. Like, I tried because I love reality TV and I love mess. Yeah, yeah. And I love women, especially yeah. crazy ones. And yeah, especially crazy rich ones. Yeah, that's, like, my favorite type of woman. Yeah. Um, But – I started Salt Lake City because it's new. And so I was like, okay, because I feel like there's so like, there's like 20 seasons of Real Housewives of New York. And I was like, that's too much history. Like I can't, yeah. I need all the backstories, right? all everything. And so it's a great one to start with. And it's also insane. Okay. Never seen a show like it before. Okay. Ever. Well, I will, I'll start it because I do need a new show. I literally was like, laying in bed last night and I was like what should I watch what should I watch um and I settled for watching Shrek and you know what I shouldn't say settled because it's, oh, a, an, it's an incredible masterpiece of a movie and I amazing. actually have some thoughts on it um Are you pulling, I, it's like you were pulling up notes for a second <laughs> it literally did <laughs> You like looked down and like did something, and I was like, "Is she pulling out receipts?" I, I literally pulled up my notes app because I was like so high, and I was just like, "Wow!" Like I relate to Shrek so hard. You were like, "I love when you're high," and you're like, "I'm the first person that's ever thought these thoughts." <laughs> this is an original <laughs> thought. Um, I'm which a philosopher my, of the my, Shrek universe. So true. And my original thoughts are coming back because I have been abstaining from TikTok. So I do feel like my my brain is like working now, you know? Oh, I, yeah. I see what you mean. Shrek. Here's the thing. Okay. okay. So the, the movie starts, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So it begins. Um, yeah. Smash Wait, Mouth it is playing. Yet? It, started it started and Smash Mouth is playing. Okay. And What's playing? Smash Mouth. Okay, but it started. Somebody once told me. (laughs) Um, And he kicks the door in or whatever. Yes, exactly. He's like pooping in the bathroom. I'm I'm literally, I could close my eyes and just play Shrek in my head. Like if I get bored. So he's mad that people are like on his property, right? Right. And And people are like, oh, Shrek, he's an ogre. He's so lonely. He lives alone in the forest by himself. Yeah. Uh, nay, because get this, he has a beautiful one bed, one bath on yeah. like multiple acres of land. All right. 
Shrek it's all anyone could ever want. Liter- and I was like, what it's is like actually rent? all I want is to be alone and live in a like, one-bed, one-bed What is he playing? <laughs> yes. And I want to know what he's paying for rent or maybe he owns. The- what- can you imagine he owns a beautiful one-bed, one-bath? It's Probably just- inherited property. Inherited, inherited yeah. property. Yes. He's okay, fairly generational young. Generational wealth. Right? You're right. You're right. Fairly young, I would say. Maybe he's like 30. Yeah, I would put him at 30, which is like very impressive. And mm-hmm. Shrek's ideal evening is he sits by his fireplace and he made himself this stunning three-course meal. He has a martini. And that's when like all of the magical people come and mm-hmm. he like realizes everyone's on his property. But I was just like, can you imagine sitting in your one bed, one bath? You created this dinner for you and you alone, like the the self-care he put in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then all these people are coming to crash your party. Like I would also be livid. Yeah. In my mind, his reaction isn't even furious enough. Honestly, yeah, true. I would like pull out my my AK-47 because they're on my <laughs> property. Exactly. Guns ablazing. Wait, am I? Why are they on? Is it because um, Lord Farquaad is like getting rid of magical? Exactly. Kind and of they dark. Were, like, so They're dark. Literally refugees. No, literally, and he like refers to them as like creatures, and it's all very like maybe racially coded. I don't know, but it's very interesting. <laughs> it's like, like Zootopia. <laughs> <laughs> like watching it as an adult you're like oh my god this is like actually deep <laughs> how do you feel about um fiona also becoming an ogre yeah i i think that the whole point is like her inner beauty mm-hmm. is what shrek saw like she won him over by you know eating the the rotisserie field rats and um I forgot that whole sequence is really high art like the so high uh, art. what does she blow a balloon out of um there's one of a snake and one with a toad and they like have balloons it's so romantic it's really romantic and it's like when she like burps and stuff like that and he's like whoa like she's that was such hot. a chill girl she's, she's such a guy's girl she's not like the other girls because she's actually an ogre and i just think it's it was so beautiful such a good movie um deaths check it out well are you gonna watch shrek 2 tonight um yeah it's between that and real housewives oh maybe real housewives wait do you watch did you watch the second season of love is blind yes i did did you i started it on the plane okay I okay the I didn't I saw everyone was watching it and like talking about it and I like felt left out but I remembered that the first season was like really lackluster I didn't yeah I think I watched like two episodes of the first season and it couldn't hold my attention and in this day and age there's so much to watch where it's like if I don't like it immediately I will just watch something else find something else as you should you have like really Shrek. high standards <laughs> like <Shrek. Yeah. laughs> compare, if you compare everything to Shrek it's like really hard to find something that actually will hold your no genuinely like i just thought the jokes were so like high brow and the the (laughs) storyline and the character development it was all such a work of art and i know i I know this isn't even a hot take because people do love shrek like it's a favorite 
it's not a cult favorite it's like it's a work of art and everyone knows it right right it's the work of a generation I would say but um what I was gonna say about love is blind season two is I was like oh just like download it for the plane whatever it's been crazy so far and exclusively because they hired that one man who clearly is addicted to Adderall oh yeah what's his name um the blonde one again yeah shouldn't be blonde red flag it's um this is why you need to see people and love is not blind Shane, Shane 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 he is on something yeah yeah well when I was on either TikTok previously or Twitter there was someone that was like a producer not producer but they like worked you mean on the when set. you were reading an article when i was reading a um yeah a peer-reviewed article a store article <laughs> <laughs> and and they basically were like it was known on set that he would do like lines of cocaine uh... and she, and she was like i witnessed it once and who knows how many more times he did that so like I think definitely Adderall, maybe a little Coke. Like, who knows? But that man was not It was probably just Coke then at that point. I feel like if you're, like, someone that's, like, into Coke, you'd, like, prefer that to Adderall, right? I don't know. I I don't know. I have no idea about it. I have no idea. Um, Yeah, he makes me feel really afraid. Like, I fear for everyone around him. Yeah, his energy was, like, very like man child but also man child on cocaine which is man child on scariest brand of man also he's blonde and everyone knows like that's that specific brand of man which is like man child on cocaine which is i would say majority of men do cocaine perhaps i don't know maybe that's a generalization i I hate to be so reductive but i think man children are probably uh, the demographic of people that are most likely to do cocaine. Right, I'm pulling that right. out of nowhere. It's not fact. It's not research. No. But I do. Would you say like, it's based? I would say it's based. <laughs> <laughs> based and research are not the same. Based is a vibe. Based is All just right? the vibe. Yeah, based is vibes. And I'm just really like, and there's, I mean, don't tell me what happens, but there were like two girls that were both really into him like trying to suck his dick like girl do you not see this is not a man for you well they don't see because they're they in like don't. the pods and they're, but even in his voice like i would you can hear that there's like he's like panting <laughs> there's drugs at play and it's apparent yeah for sure yeah really crazy yeah um i I, love that nick lachey and vanessa is it vanessa lachey i don't know nick lachey's wife sorry girl (laughs) (laughs) um they're i just love that this is like their show and they keep calling it an experiment as if they like hold any credentials of any sort they're like this experiment and it can work and it's like Girl, you just wanted to get that Netflix bag. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's not an experiment. It's reality TV and freaking Shane is doing lines of Coke off of like <laughs> the the like IKEA coffee table that you have in his weird little pod. How gendered are the like rooms that they stay in? Like the Oh my god. So gendered. It's like cra- it's like so subtle too, but like the pods the pods for the boys the the couches are like so angular and then 
there's like soft lighting in the women's and the couches are like rounded like and fuzzy it's just blankets. like yes and like fuzzy pillows and it's just like yeah like i would love that but it's just funny how you can see a room and be like this was made for men to sit you know what i mean yeah and it's not it's like a bot's idea of like <laughs> like yeah. what men and women want it's, it's like, not based like a like a pottery barn like a pb teen how they would have like the PB yes PB teen boy and it's like yes. i think they just ordered a bunch of shit from that the other thing i will say is that um they be drinking in those pods. oh my god drinking yeah so in this experiment if you will like <laughs> they're literally trying to like they get engaged when they haven't even like seen each other yet. And they're all like talking to each other drunk and high, apparently like coked out. So I'm like, what, how is this? Yeah. I don't know. I think I would go in dead sober every time if I had to like get engaged at the end of something. Not to mention the fact that they do get engaged after 10 short days of dating multiple people at once, like dating AK just like, talking chatting but they're like no you don't understand like we chat for a really long time but like uh, like i don't know about that the first couple like literally in the first episode there's a proposal yeah and then you can tell that they're both just like delusional so desperate yeah and delusional they just really wanted love and they both yeah, they were like, we just match each other's energy. And I was like, based on what? What does like, that mean? Literally based what on you what? You can't, um, you can't interpret someone's energy through like a wall. Unless it's Shane's. And then you certainly can. And the energy is unhinged and manic. <laughs> the but, energy is I'm on coke. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, they, they just like both seemed delusional. And she was like in the interview or whatever before, like seeing him for the first time. She's like, not only is he my fiance, He's my best friend. Yeah. Who I, that? How insulted do you think her actual best friends feel? Mm, mm-hmm, mm. Or maybe she doesn't have friends. Like the bar was very low for her. It was. Yeah, so I was going to say, she doesn't really strike me as someone who like <laughs> has like a group of girlies. I mean, mm. she also talked every single episode about how she used to be like, in a bigger body and yeah, she, she lost, lost a lot weight. of weight which is great but you can she looks a- amazing yeah like, she's hot honestly she's super hot and like she's so deeply insecure and it's like so sad to witness that like like yeah. girl you're projecting all your insecurities on the tv right now like everyone can see it and it's just isn't she embarrassed I'm deeply insecure too. And you don't see me on a reality TV show. You have to be like, you have to, well, I guess reality TV does like, it's good when there are people that are deeply insecure because they like act irrationally. But if you were to try and like withstand a reality show, like the people that like are seem to be like dealing with things the healthiest and stuff like on like Love Island and all of that, like those are the people who literally have like God complexes. Like you have to be, Someone that's true. who's like so confident for your mental health. Like delusional like. in a different yeah, way. Yeah, like you have to be one of those people that's like, obviously I'm going to do reality TV. Like I'm the best person ever. Yeah. I don't um, know. I, I think that you're right. I mean, the other thing is just like women, 
I would say like 80% of women are deeply insecure. And yeah. like the thing is you just fake it till you make it. And she just hadn't learned that lesson yet. Like if she hadn't said like all the things she said, I'd be like, oh, this is just a hot woman or whatever. Mm. But then she just loses it. She just loses it. Mm. And she doesn't think she's worthy of love. And also her – well, whatever. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but oh, wait, get no, caught I, like, up. I got to watch it. What happens? She loses it? <sighs> well, oh, girl. Does she fucking lose it? And you know what? I'm not going to... Mm, can I spoil just like one like teensy little like little thing? Like how teensy? Just like she has like a meltdown, okay? Okay. I'm going to keep it very vague. She okay. has a panic attack, okay? And she says, "She's just like me. She's just they're just like us. Love she, is blind contestants. They're just like <laughs> us, except they're on cocaine." She says these horrific things to her husband to be, and <sighs> and then after the fact, she was just like, "When I'm like that, you just need to disregard everything I say. I'm not in my right mind, and you can't like." You need to take it all with a grain of salt. And I think to ask – to be a grown person and be like – And ask I was not zero in consequences for this. Yeah, and be like I was not in control of my my words even though they were extremely hurtful to you. Mm. That's a not – that's not chill in my opinion. Like you need to take – Responsibility. Responsibility for your actions. Actions have consequences. Yeah. Ooh, that's – yeah, that's very immature. I feel like that's such a hard lesson to learn too. Like I had this really like weird drunk alter ego who we called Shannon. <laughs> and she – I was pushing down a lot of things and then I would like yeah. in college, like freshman year of college and I, you know, everyone would go and just get plastered. Yeah. And sometimes Shannon would show up and Shannon was just like the manifestation of like everything bad, everything that I had been pushing down. Yeah. And I would like be very emotional or like, and then the next day I would be like, oh, like I'm, that's just Shannon. Like it just happens when I get like really drunk. Yeah. Like, blah, blah. Instead of, I don't, I like when people like use being very drunk as a when they're like oh you that doesn't count count because I was very drunk it's more like well let's examine why that happens when you're very drunk because why all your inhibitions are lowered is this thing popping out like when people get totally like I feel like people get like really like angry when they're drunk and aggressive and they're like no I just get like that when I'm like really drunk it's like well that's something you (laughs) should look like alcohol does not make you violent you're violent and when you drink that's when that shows so take a step back let's reflect let's do a journal let's meditate yeah Yeah, I guess when Shannon went away when I started to address the like emotional issues in my life and not push them down like Shannon's gone I killed her but um (laughs) you killed her yeah not to like be reductive but yeah I do feel like men in particular it does manifest itself like as anger or like lashing out or violence when they're drunk and they'll just like fight people or like yeah oh my god very irrationally angry and they're like oh I'm just like was so drunk it's like you know you have an anger problem and you push it you like have enough control over it to where it only happens when you're drunk yeah Men that pick fights when they're drunk, I think, are the scariest types of people in the whole world. Oh, my God. Like, I've never, ever, first of all, ever, but even when I'm drunk, I've never been like, 
you know, this person looked at me fucking weird and I'm going to do something about it. (laughs) I do that all the time. Yeah. (laughs) But what I do about it is I like feel deeply anxious and don't sleep. And I'm like, they're mad at me. They're mad at me. They're mad at me. Yeah. Yeah. My reaction is to (laughs) be like, that's what I do about it. Yeah. We need to get out of this situation because like, I'm, I'm going to cry. Gonna cry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'm. We're so wise. I'm really glad we. Um, I hope you guys gleaned something from this from this moment. My health and wellness podcast. The other thing I wanted to talk about. Um, yes. I love that you were like, I have nothing to talk about at the beginning, and then you like come in with a slew of things to discuss. No, I just didn't. It's just I was just going it comes to flow. you. It no, just it comes, comes to, to you. I'm a creative genius with when it well, comes to reality TV. I have so many things to say. Um, now let's move on to my my personal favorite segment of the podcast, which is talking about Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you start the dropout? I started the dropout. I'm two episodes in. Oh my God. Okay, great. So you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. I had no idea that Elizabeth Holmes was, how you say, groomed by Sunny Belwani. Mm. Do you think she was groomed? I mean, obviously we've talked about like the terminology of Mm -hmm. being groomed and what that Mm -hmm. implies and what it doesn't imply. I am mostly like being hyperbolic but i do think that it was very interesting that he was so much older than her and i just have a hard time believing like like he was like flashing his money and being like look at my maserati and you know always Mm -hmm. calling her and being like i miss you um yeah and i think when you're 18 and you meet someone who i mean how, how old was he when they first met like 30 something i think there's like a 17 year Jeez. yeah okay. he is and they met when he was, 18, old. he was 18 yes yeah they met in that I didn't I didn't know the extent of that either like I, I yeah. guess it makes sense she was very young um right yeah and I don't know if it gets into it a little bit more but yeah I did watch the first two episodes and that was really interesting to me too and like I, how she kept him a secret and like my mm-hmm. only thoughts on that is if she, he was some hot like you know 25 year old who was her age i don't think she would have kept him in the dark so much and have been so ashamed of him and it just Mm -hmm. makes me think that she knew like in her heart of hearts that it was wrong um does she have a heart of hearts that's kind of my big (laughs) question (laughs) it's also interesting and obviously it's like a dramatization of mm-hmm. what happened so mm-hmm. it's not like the exact script of what went down but not like a documentary it's not but it does sort of humanize her in a way just to be like she did want to do something really good and she was very motivated by like maybe it was money or maybe it was fame or maybe it was just like being successful which i guess is money and fame but mm-hmm. um she did want to do something good and she just faked it till she made it, except she just faked it a little too long, you know? <laughs> and that's why we should let her out of prison. <laughs> Free Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> Free her. Um, my only, so far, I really like, I think they do a great job of showing, yeah, like they're not like, look at this evil, crazy woman and everything yeah. she did, but, but they're also not like, oh no, like look, poor, poor her. Lizzie. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think they are doing a really good job of it so far, and I'm only two episodes in. But my only complaint is that, um, and this isn't a hot take, that Amanda Seyfried is just far too beautiful. Can we start hiring ugly actors to play ugly people like why does it always have to be someone like incredibly beautiful trying to like be ugly like I mean she's Amanda Seyfried is a great actress but at the same time I'm like Elizabeth Holmes like her face is really striking it's so (laughs) like she has it like it like feels like it should work but I know like something deeply unnerving something wrong about wait I'm gonna her. pull up a picture of her because like she is you do you look at each individual part and you're like this should be a beautiful woman not even beautiful just like it should be like just a lady to look at but instead it's like sure I maybe know. it's the or maybe I'm I only have ever really seen pictures of her knowing already that she's like a deeply disturbed criminal <laughs> So maybe you it's know what clouded it is. my judgment. What? I think it's the fact that she just doesn't know how to do her hair and makeup. Like, look at this yeah. picture. Her hair is, like, hella fried. Her eyeliner is, like, just too boxy for her. Like, she, she has potential. I mean, she, she just always looks like she's, like, been put through a car wash. <laughs> she <always> looks <laughs> mad crazy. She looks like she had a glam squad come over and, like, give her really, like, a bold red lip and a blowout. And then they put her through a car wash. Like She that's literally does. Yeah. She always looked like she, she, like, went out for a night on the town. And she, like, looked gorgine. And then she stayed out till 3 a.m. and like that's what and like that's what she looks like now like she goes home and goes is this what I looked like all night you know that moment when you come home from a late night and you're like well she looks like she's been on a bender really it's not like it's just one night and she like it looks like she's been going out for the past seven days and she just got home yeah 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 (laughs) yeah so yeah I don't know sorry girl that's too bad about your um conviction (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean you know deserved for sure yeah no she should uh, go to prison i'm excited to watch the rest of the show yeah 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 yeah. i can't believe stephen fry is in it that's yeah. insane wait who's stephen fry legend he's like a legendary british comedian he was in um monty python he mm. plays the older um, one of the older investors. Scientists. Then, yes. Oh, okay. I forget his name, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I and know. so is um Kevin G from Mean Girls. Kevin G's in it. I know. Yeah. I saw. I'm so happy that he's to see that he's well. His breakout role. He's kind of hot. He did get hot. He got really hot. He was not also, hot. But as Kevin G. In a lab oh. coat, like anyone can be hot. You know what I mean. <laughs> I hugely disagree. I think it's like <laughs> a huge handicap to hotness. Really? Yeah, girl. When I would go into UCLA, lab, it could be the hottest guy in my class, and I'd see him in a lab coat, and I'd be like, Ugh, "Never mind." Man, I wonder where that stems from for me. The first thing I think of, you're like my therapist. I'm like the first. Yeah, wait. Place- can you tell me the first time you saw someone in a lab coat? And I how- think my mind <laughs> goes immediately to the dad from the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> That's like where I went. I was like, where was the, I think that's where it was. And did you, did you have the hots for him? Not like necessarily at the time, but like perhaps in hindsight. Wait, I'm looking up a picture of him right now. The dad from (laughs) Howard Puff Girls. Didn't he like grow them in test tubes or something? Professor Utonium. Ooh. 
Um, what do you think? <laughs> thoughts? Hotter smash or pass? Yeah, I probably would. I smash, would smash. smash. Although his head is very, um, it is a rectangle. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's he a was dad. A good That's dad. Hot. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, and by good dad, I mean like he just was a dad and didn't. He was leave. around he was, and he was around. Yeah. So, um, he has a really nice smile. Yeah. Yeah. Um, smash. okay. This makes this makes sense. Smash. Yeah. Smash. Yeah. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. yeah, maybe lab coats are hot. Wow, that made me feel really validated. Thank you. You're welcome. I think any car- most male cartoon characters are pretty hot to me. Pretty much smash all of them. All across the board, except maybe um, uh, Crocker in Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, props pass on that. That's a big pass. His dad, though, smash. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy's, wait. Dimsdale. Do you remember the Dimsdale Dimadome? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the chin, the crimson chin. Pass, smash Crimson Chin. Smash Chip Skylark. Smash, smash the fuck out of Chip Skylark. <laughs> My shiny teeth and me. Smash, smash the babysitter. <laughs> Vicky? Vicky. Yeah, Icky Vicky. Oh, she's kind of a Vicky. bad girl. I'm gonna she had the pointiest boob ever. She did. Right? Kim Possible could literally like sword fight with their pointy tits. Smash Kim Possible. Smash Ron Stoppable. Just kidding. Smash mm, pass Ron Stoppable. Really? I hated when they made them kiss. Why? Their, like cartoon faces like morphed into each other's. It was a long time coming. Was it? Like, couldn't yeah, they, they, just... were, they were friends? Oh, okay. Ricky Ullman, if you're listening, you can take my rights away and I'll do whatever um, you want me to do. <laughs> except he wouldn't even take your rights away because he's like a feminist king. Like he. Is a, he's like a, <laughs> he's mean? like he he takes I mean obviously this is like the bar is so low but a lot of his Instagrams he did this photo shoot where he's like in dresses and he has like makeup on and it's like very like feminine interesting look up him in a dress look it up fill in the future dress <laughs> this is gonna be like really erotic it's dude yeah Um, save it for later i will say i'm like i gotta go um i will say when well maybe he is queer is he i i i maybe perhaps i isn't he married i have no idea i'm just i don't know i I did want to say that sometimes like really hot men i feel like if in like Hollywood and in like places like LA and New York it just kind of like when they're like wearing nail polish makeup and stuff it's it like is a little bit of like a ooh you like are a little bit of a fuck boy maybe yeah they look hot though it looks really good like I'm all for the like gender bending and shit like we all love our styles but like if I do see a hot guy out with like his nails painted I'm not I I will be steering clear and covering my drink yeah i think nails painted is so like surface level like it's almost like putting on a mask it's be it's like a girl being like oh i love beer to like try to get laid you know yeah it's on that level but i i feel like he his he's very like genuine it's very earnest he is very mm, a feminist well, I, okay, thanks. I'm so glad we saw what he's up to. He's the ultimate Disney Channel hottie. 
They should have put Ricky Ullman in the Vampire Diaries. Well, let me take a little sip of my water yeah. and we can get into it. Sorry, I'm not um sorry I'm not doing a wet pod with you today. That's I, okay. After this weekend, I honestly will be depriving myself of all earthly pleasures for the next like two to six weeks. No way, really? By I, Wednesday, you're gonna have a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna text you on Wednesday and be like Nicole no I I genuinely like I need to pull it together I'm like go, I'm entering my health and wellness era like I think I gained 10 pounds this weekend I like drank so much ate so much I'm poor now I yeah so much money yep yeah it's like 50 dollars just to like breathe air in San Francisco and I live in LA so the fact that I was surprised by how expensive everything was is really saying something Okay, well, this episode is titled Klaus, and it's season two, episode 19. Yeah, the wiki synopsis was, like, girl was just trying to get it done. She was, like, here. Whatever 14-year-old Vampire Diaries scholar has been doing our job for us needs to work a little bit harder on these synopses. I have to, like, (laughs) add things and shit. It's very difficult. I hate that. Um. Okay, so if you recall, um, Elena just took the dagger out of Elijah in the Salvatore basement. So she's Mm -hmm. like sitting down there waiting for him to come back to life because she wants to talk to him and figure out a way to kill Klaus without having Bonnie also die. Yeah, And he's like twitching and starting to wake up and he's like seeing her and then calling her Katerina and having like this whole flashback to meeting Catherine back in the 1490s and I think it's England Catherine has an English accent in the flashback which doesn't really make sense to me because she's Bulgarian yeah but whatever um they didn't really try too hard with like the yeah the accents um no and why would they but he finally like wakes up and dude his leather jacket is in tatters he's only been there for like a week yeah, well, also he has like a full exorcism to wake up. That's probably what did it. He was like bending in all sorts of ways. Yeah, I guess that's true. He was like breaking his bones and shit. It was very strange. And then she tells him to be quiet because she doesn't want Damon and Stefan to hear him because she's like not supposed to wake up the dead guy that's in their basement. <laughs> she's like, wait, this was like not allowed. So sh- the classic experience to have with your high school boyfriend when you like behind his back wake up the dead guy in his cellar yeah um but he wasn't invited into the house in the first place oh because it's elena's it's elena's new house she's a homeowner he runs outside um yeah he's like getting like he's like hyperventilating yeah he's like i gotta go much like that girl in love is blind i guess (laughs) yeah so elena whisks him away Stefan wakes up and sees that Elena's not in his bed. And this just like goes to show how obsessive and like controlling Stefan is over Elena. He wakes up and sees that she's not in his bed and immediately starts freaking the fuck out. He's like, Elena, where are you? Where are you? Like, I am actually sort of over Stefan. I think that he's not a good match for Elena. He just should have never come to Mystic Falls. <laughs> the show never should have happened. <laughs> like he ha- he carries so much guilt about the way he's fucked up her life, and it's like, yeah, dude, like that's 
yeah, you shouldn't have fucked up her life. Like, yeah. go away. Yeah. Um, but he discovers that Elijah's body is gone and tells Demon. And then they start to get really worried. In the meantime, Klaus is still in Alaric's body. Mm-hmm. And it shows him, he still has Catherine in his apartment as well. Mm-hmm. And it shows him asking the one singular white witch in the show, Maddox. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. tell that he's white because his name is Maddox. Um, to like that's like oh, a celebrity white kid name, Maddox. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So he asked Maddox to go like retrieve his body. And we still haven't mm-hmm. seen what he looks like yet. So we're like, ooh, like what is he? Ooh, look like? excited for the bod reveal. You know? <laughs> Literally, it's like a hard launch of, <laughs> of his clothes. body. Like this whole time, it's just been like when girls are like taking pictures and it's like a coffee cup with like a man's hand on it. And you're like, oh, they're soft launching a boyfriend. And then you have to wait until like Valentine's Day yeah. to like see what he actually looks like. He's always yeah, yeah, ugly. Yeah. Spoiler alert. So Stefan calls Elena. And she's in the car with Elijah and she's like, I'm fine. The, for the first time ever, Elena like really puts her foot down. Yeah, she does. She's and like, you're like, being literally crazy right now. Yeah. She's like, please respect my decision. Like, this is what I'm doing. I trust Elijah. Um, she actually gave Elijah back the dagger. To show to like that show. she was like legit. Yeah. So he's like, okay, like whatever you think is best. And Elijah starts explaining to Elena how him and Klaus met Catherine. And so we have another flashback to the 1490s. The wigs are so bad. Who's wearing a wig? All of them. Really? Everyone. It looks like they got them from Party City. I mean, they <laughs> pulled these and maybe they're pretty good. I don't know. I thought they were really bad. Um, I don't know. I was just like so in the moment. So we finally have the Klaus reveal in this flashback and the way they built it up so much just for him to be a regular ass man. I thought he was handsome, but like nothing to write home about. It's just like very funny. I don't know. Like I remember when I first watched it, I literally expected to him him to be like an ogre. Or like Taylor I was looking Lawner. for Shrek. <laughs> oh, because he's like so. They're like he's so evil. Like he's this monster, right, right, and he's just right. like a like white guy. Yeah, yeah. I um, will say, I'm very excited for the next episode and the ones to come with him because this actor is oh so charismatic. Oh my god, and fun to watch. And he, like, becomes a very big part of, like, I'm sure you've seen a million fan edits of him because yeah. people just, like, love Klaus. Like, he's well, a really, really, um, he's just a fun addition to the show. This That's after. great because I feel like this, it's just been a little lackluster. Like, we know who's who. We know what's what. We need, like, a little pizzazz. So I'm excited to have Elijah back. I'm excited to be meeting Klaus this yeah. episode. They bring the pizzazz for sure. Perf, 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 perf. Um, um, yeah, so, so Klaus reveal. Klaus reveal. Elijah tells Elena that him and Klaus met Catherine. This is when she was a, a mere mortal. Mm-hmm. Um, and... He also explains that they both met Catherine at the same time because Klaus is his brother. 
Bow, bow, bow. Am I dumb? I like thought we already knew that. Were you surprised by that? Uh, yeah. I guess I was surprised, but also I was like, oh, that makes sense because they're like two of the original vampires and like it would be weird that they wouldn't be part of the same lineage, I guess. Yeah, it was like so, like in the show, the way that they like presented is that it's like this huge twist and yeah. I just think I'm so used to that information that I kind of forgot that that was something that like had to be revealed to the audience yeah well they do um, have another huge twist I don't know if you want me to talk about this yet I guess that's oh yeah that's towards the end so Damon goes to Alark's apartment because he's kind of taking matters into his own hands he's also back with Miss Andy Starr the news reporter yeah, and he's just kind of like using and abusing her. Like she's like his she, little poodle. Like she's just <laughs> he. She's her his blood bag and his little plaything. Um, it's. I feel bad for her. <laughs> Hope she's yeah, okay. yeah. And he brings her with him because he wants to see if Catherine's in there or if Klaus killed her. And they do find her, and Catherine's just been rotting away in there. Um, but she looks pretty good. She does look good. She's been hanging. She's just been chilling. And when they find her, Damon gives her vervain to drink so that Klaus can no longer compel her. Yeah. Which, this doesn't really come to fruition in this episode, and I forget if anything happens with that, but it's been set up. So now Catherine is potentially... There free, is a one... Free Catherine. Free Catherine. There is one moment where... Um, Klaus compels her to just like shut up and sit down and mm. you can like see her little brain working and being like okay I'll just do this so he doesn't know that he didn't actually yeah. compel me I have full confidence in Catherine's abilities to get herself out of the situation now that she has that going for her wait actually though Catherine's had it really rough because men just keep like locking her in place I know she probably has some major like issues like, no literal like first I mean obviously in, she has major issues but... in the cave or whatever the tomb and now she's in this like tiny little apartment um literally a uh, circa March 2020 <laughs> March through like March I would say it was like a year. It was maybe. basically a year. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't have a ton of sympathy for her, but it is a bummer. She'll get out though. I think she'll be I okay. Actually, I don't remember what happens. I do have sympathy for Catherine. I mean, listen, she's just doing what she needs to do to survive. Like that's ultimately every decision. She's just worried about herself and like, God forbid a woman, you know, put herself first. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I'm saying about Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Jenna gets a bunch of voicemail messages on her phone. Yeah. Of Elena telling her to stay. Jenna's been staying on campus because she's a master's student, I guess, a grad student. And she's been staying on campus because she's been really pissed at Elena and Alaric for like hiding his ex-wife from her. And wait, can you imagine how carefree your life would be if you knew that like you had a place to live? If oh I God. knew I had a place to live. 
yes how care for your life would be if you knew you had a place to live like she's living in a house that was just given to her she doesn't have to pay rent so she can just be like a grad student and like bop around and like she doesn't have to pay rent true do you know how much money goes towards rent <laughs> oh girl do i know <laughs> are you familiar with that concept I, or? I think i've heard of it yeah yeah you go rent is that is that what people? poor people do yeah it is <laughs> Yeah, I see what you're saying. She is also, though, the caretaker of two children, so it's not exactly carefree. Hardly, but... they're in, they're in, they're in college. They're in <laughs> high school. Yeah, I guess. And she literally um, was gone for an entire week, and then was like, "Oh, hi, what I miss?" <laughs> well, turns out she missed a lot because she got she all these so much messages from Elena. the The messages basically are like, "Don't go see Alaric," you know, like I I want to explain everything to you, but just like don't go see him yeah she's not getting a hold of elena so she calls stefan to ask what's going on and stefan does the same thing he's like whatever you do like do not see alaric and she's like okay well we're supposed to talk because we're in an adult relationship like young yeah. can you imagine being a 30 something year old grown woman and your niece and her high school like friends and boyfriend are telling you what yeah. to do yeah they're like wait don't though she's like what the fuck yeah literally pipe down stuff and you're supposed to be 17 years old like you're lucky <laughs> she's even letting you like spend the night sometimes in her house like, yeah so true but i get i mean from their perspective yeah whatever the just the way that they think they know better than this like whole ass adult woman yeah i mean it's she actually insane that they pulled the wool over her eyes for almost two full seasons like she doesn't yeah. know anything she's the only one that's not in on it at this point even yeah. jeremy knows <laughs> he literally got left out of the group message dude but like yeah in real life irl <laughs> so i guess that just means she got left out <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so when stefan calls her she's like um okay and hangs up and does whatever the fuck she wants right and then so she goes home and Alaric comes over, a.k.a. Klaus. Stefan comes to see her and cue the most bizarre dinner of all time with Jenna, mm -hmm. Alaric slash Klaus, and Stefan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In which Alaric slash Klaus is like monologuing about vampires and Jenna's just sitting yeah. there like so mad Stefan's being really weird and like still there like her niece's high school boyfriends just like here hey, watching yeah. her boyfriend who she has huge big issues to talk with about yeah and he's like I need vampires. to tell you something yeah he's like I'm actually hella into vampires ever heard of them and she's like, like literally what I'm obsessed <laughs> he's like wait Loki's so obsessed with vampires um and she's like yeah i mean my dad would tell me stories about them but it's like so bizarre it. she handles it like a champ i would have been like throwing a glass at his head truly can yeah. you imagine you he like hit his ex-wife still being alive from her and she, she <gasps> oh goes to hear him out and he's like do you know about vampires i love love L -O -V -E, vampires love what? love 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 he has like an i heart vampires tattoo <laughs> Um, so yeah, she clearly like, she must think he's having some sort of psychotic break. Yeah. Um, I mean, he is acting crazy. He's acting um, crazy. And she's like, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. She kicks him out. 
No, he says he won't leave. Well, yeah, she goes, you need to leave. And he goes, LOL, no. Um, And then she's like, fine, I'll leave. And he literally takes out a knife and points it at her. Oh, my God. Triggering. That's so scary. I know. And then Stefan like grabs the knife and pushes him up against the wall and yells at Jenna to run and then like flashes his like dick vein eyes at her. Yeah. And she's like, no, like, no, no, no. And he's like, literally get out. So then she runs away. Leaving this high school student with Mm -hmm. a man with a knife. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then calls Elena. Elena tells Elijah she'll like BRB Mm -hmm. and goes to tell Jenna what's up what's been going on the past two seasons of television yeah yeah and Jenna's pissed because she's she's like I'm the one that's supposed to be protecting you like why are you the child protecting me from this insane information in which even your younger brother knows yeah because that was she's right yeah that was Elena's like very like bad excuse to be like well I just thought by not telling you we would protect you um so I think she has every right to be mad especially knowing that Jeremy knows also like if Elena had told her about this stuff, I feel like Jenna would have handled all of this so much better than Elena and Jeremy ever could. Totally. She has a fully developed frontal lobe and is going to have a master's degree. Yeah. And she could have just like literally moved them out of town. No, literally. I was like, she would have been like, okay, we're going to go. Like literally go move to like Phoenix or something. I don't know. Yeah. There's probably not vampires there. Probs. And... Yeah, she just, like, would have handled it a lot better, but Elena is, like, so obsessed with playing the mom and, like, being the caretaker of her yeah. caretaker. Yeah, it's so... very ridiculous. It is, it is. Um, so Elena's, like, great. Now that you know that, I'm going to go. <laughs> she, like, dusts off her hands and is, yeah, she's like... like, one task done. Um, check, check. So then she goes back to Elijah um, so he can finish telling her about his origin story and how he met (laughs) Catherine. Um, And he basically reveals that this whole curse of the sun and the moon. You you know the curse of the sun and the moon, right? You know the curse of the sun and the moon? That shit is fucking fake, dude. <laughs> fake, fake, fakety, fake, fake. And you know what? We called it too because we were like, I know Aztecs. Like, what? That's so random. Um, it makes sense now that it's fake because Latinos don't exist in the CW universe. Literally, I was like, where's the representation? I'm like, this is fishy. Yeah, something does not add up. But it shows like a flashback of like Elijah was really into Aztec culture and would do like little Aztec sketches and shit, which is so funny. It's like the ancient version of like white boys today being like really into Japanese culture. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like anime and stuff. Well, I'm like just, I don't know. I feel like there's all these like white. Wait, is anime are... Japanese? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. And there's like all these like white skater boys wearing like shirts with like Japanese lettering and shit on them. And I'm so like, so true. And like, I don't know. Anyways, so that's just like what he's doing, but with Aztec culture in like the 1490s. Yeah. Pretty And cool. then Elijah's like, why don't we just like make this shit up and circulate it? Because in yeah. that way, like they still need 
for some reason, apparently to have a doppelganger and the moonstone. That's so they, legit. That's legit. So they like crafted this whole curse narrative because mm-hmm. it makes it very imperative that everyone is like keeping an searching eye out for it. Yeah. For it. Really smart. I mean, I mean, yeah. Um, good idea. But then he basically reveals that this curse was made up because there's actually a different curse that Klaus ultimately wants to break using supposedly the doppelganger and the moonstone. So Mm -hmm. he tells Elena that he was in love with Catherine. Oh, my God. It's actually really sweet. They have like this flashback where um, both – Elijah and Catherine are like sitting on this bench and they're talking about love and basically Catherine's I guess Elijah says like he doesn't believe in love or something which like and she says do you believe in life after love (laughs) um and she she's like well you know like if you don't have love then like what's the purpose of living you know what I mean and he's like literally smoking weed and hang out with my boys. <laughs> Dumbass <laughs> bitch. Saturday for the boys, you wench. He's like literally beard eye whore. You tavern wench. <laughs> um, um, she ca- Human Catherine was like such a simp and like kind of a little sweetie. She was a sweetie. Also kind of a whore though. Like she was really like she was. <laughs> I'll tell you what. She was not putting her, all her eggs in one basket. That's no, for sure. Certainly. Well, you can. You never can. You never can. You never can. Not even in 1492. No, no. And Pretty she had crafty. the scooters lining up. I'll tell you what. Yeah. She's um, not in her bosom be bosoming. Come on. Yeah. Also, the other thing is like she like Klaus is also has the hots for her, I guess. Like they're he's courting her. Klaus is courting Catherine. Klaus yeah. is courting Catherine. Klaus is courting Catherine. Right. Klaus is courting Catherine. Say that nice. ten times fast. I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> so we also see that he figured out a way to protect her life during the sacrifice, meaning yeah. he could also hypothetically use the same method in protecting Elena's life. Mm-hmm. 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 But Catherine didn't know about that, which is why she ended up running away, which is why he ended up killing her whole family, blah, 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 that whole thing that we already kind of know about. Bummer. Um, But the actual curse, and this is what Elijah explains to her, is that Klaus is actually a bastard child, which is incredibly shameful in 1492. And now. Yeah, and kind of now. I mean, his mother and father they were like the family of the original vampires they have like what do you say like seven of them or something Mm -hmm. and his mom was fucking around and she gave birth to klaus yeah and klaus's daddy is a werewolf dude literally what so this means that klaus is both vampire and werewolf he's it's he's his own like species it's like rosé or like orange wine you know it's like Mm. not a white not a red it's just like kind Mm -hmm. of its own thing yeah 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 he's like built different he's built different um but the witches found out and they were like oh no there cannot be this they 
want to preserve the equilibrium they that he like has now to, like disrupted. They want to preserve the equilibrium, obviously. That's all um, I ever want to do is preserve the equilibrium, honestly. Yeah, it's I kind it. of like like your body wants to stay in homeostasis. They want to keep the world in homeostasis. So don't they, we all? Climate change is really bad. Don't we all? So, <laughs> so the witches put a spell on Klaus wherein his werewolf side is suppressed. So he's just a vampire. He basically um, is is like, it's like he has a recessive gene. Yes, for being a werewolf. It's like yes, male mm. pattern baldness, perhaps. Mm. 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 Which it's sorry, like, that doesn't seem recessive anymore. It's like, like blue eyes. Uh, or blue, yeah, blue eyes are recessive. You're right. It's like I'm trying to think of more recessive genes. Um, it's like it's like when you don't uh, when you think that cilantro tastes like like soap. soap. Yeah, we should have eradicated that, that, that group <laughs> that of people gene. a long time ago. <laughs> um, so grateful that I don't have that gene. Yeah, cilantro is delicious mm, mm, and mm, 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 mm. does not taste like soap. It really makes a dish, I will say. Oh, a garnish of cilantro? Are you kidding me? A garnish? Nah, give me like, give Chopped. me some fucking sprigs of that. Like, I want it all up in there. So true. Okay, wait. Do you think that people? <laughs> do you think that people who think that cilantro tastes like soap? Do you think if they were to eat soap, it would taste like cilantro to them? Oh, I think yeah, and I think they did do a science experiment about that. Are you for real? No, I'm kidding. Oh, oh my God. I was like, wait, that's crazy. So they could just put like soap shavings on their tacos. Yeah. Well, remember in <laughs> high school when they would like make people like eat cilantro and they were like, does it taste like soap? And they were like doing an experiment. And then everyone would like shame them. Yeah. It was like in yeah. bio and Everyone thing. was like, oh God, you think it tastes like soap? You fucking yeah. nerd. Everyone would make fun of you. Yeah, I remember um, that. High school was brutal, man. High school was rough. So, yeah, he basically, it's, it's lying dormant in him, the werewolf side. Um, um, and, and he wants to break the curse because he wants to be, like, all-powerful and have have both. And he wants Porque to, no like, los dos. He wants to, like, build an army of hybrid werewolves. Oh, yeah, because all of his spawn will be werewolves and vampires and original vampires yeah. so like he's got that like good good dna you know what i mean he's got that good good sperm baby he's got that pure wait i don't know like someone say breeding kink Klaus <laughs> <laughs> literally has such a breeding king no he actually does he's like i just want to get like pure and like breed can I can I like so quickly go on a tangent about the whole Please. breeding kink thing? Sure. The fact that people are like, no, I have like a breeding kink. Like I'm, I think it's like it's really hot when a guy like would have good genes, and then like I would have good genes, and we would like breed <laughs> together. Babe, that's evolutionary theory. Babe, you just lit to really like that's what you need to do to survive. <laughs> Babe, Darwin. Was on top of this. No, he Darwin was the OG breeding kink theory. Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm I just like don't under maybe I'm not aware enough of breeding kink subculture, but like I can't, I literally cannot tell a difference between what is evolutionary theory and survival of the fittest versus what is having a kink. I'm like, no, that's just like we all have like 
hormones. Like there's reasons why women find like tall, big men more attractive. And like, there's reasons why men have that weird, like waist to hip ratio mm-hmm. situation Those going child on. Bearing hips. Like, obviously this is all very like heteronormative, but for the most part, like that's literally evolutionary theory. It is so. heteronormative and it's hard to say because people's kinks don't like live in a vacuum. Like, um, unless you have a vacuum kink. Unless you do have a vacuum kink. Um, But all these things are socially influenced. So I think the breeding kink, like, while it is based in, like, literal evolution, I think there's another side to it, which is, like, it's so gendered wherein it's, like, I'm the woman and, like, you're, like, putting a baby in me and then, like, I'm your (laughs) – That's just, like, sex differences. That's sex – that's, like – literally family planning nicole what are you talking about my kink is family planning (laughs) my kink is the traditional nuclear family (laughs) yeah i don't know but klaus is the freak of the week for this like (laughs) that's so crazy like why do you want to do that yeah what is the purpose just like power yeah, to create his own like little vampire werewolf army of he, maybe of he just wants a, a family. Yeah, maybe he literally just is, like wants to be a dad, and he like <laughs> and everyone's stigmatizing him. Yeah, he literally just wants to have a baby and like a wife. <laughs> I know, I know. Actually, you're so right. I'm on Team Klaus always, but um, Elijah explains that that's why the dagger can't kill Klaus because he's both. And so Elijah's basically like, here's the deal. Bonnie won't die if we literally perform the, like the spell, sacrifice, whatever. And if while he's transitioning into a werewolf, Mm -hmm. that's when Bonnie has to kill him because that's when he'll be like at his weakest. Right. Seems like time is of the essence in that scenario, but... I mean, yeah, they have, yeah, it's, she's got to go quick. And it also, this has to happen during the full moon, which is rapidly approaching. Oh, shit. Stakes are so high in this episode. So meanwhile, at the Salvatore house, Damon and Stefan are like really mad at each other because Damon wants Stefan to like protect Elena better and not let her like go off on her own with Elijah right 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 um and and at this point Stefan says what we're literally all thinking and he's like listen dude I I know I know what's up and he's like say it and he's like you're in love with my girlfriend he's like say it out loud (laughs) vampire in the sun sparkle in the Um, sun your skin is ice cold (laughs) (laughs) sorry wrong vampire show um but yeah so it's all cards on the table damon is in love with elena yeah damn glad they finally said it like i was getting tired of them yeah like dancing around that and they start fighting pretty viciously and elena yeah. and Elijah also giving up. each other like weird eyes in my opinion and like well obviously they want to fuck each other yeah that's like why i think Stefan, that's why damon's in love and obsessed with elena because she gets to fuck Stefan. i think both of their ideal relationships would just be like a thruple like an incest mm-hmm. thruple mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and there's nothing wrong with that 
that's what they want. Isn't there, though? I mean, it's none of my business, but I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do that. Right, 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 right. Also, they're um, fake. What? Like, they're vampires and, like, they're not real. So they're not brothers. You know what I mean? What? <laughs> this is a documentary. No, I'm saying, like, they're just characters in a show. What? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, um, okay, anyways. So Elena comes in with Elijah and she's like, WTF, stop fighting. And they're like, okay. And then Elijah's like, listen, I just want an apology. Yeah, he's literally like, if you guys want to make it well with me, just apologize. For killing me. He's like, listen, you kill me twice. Just say you're sorry. No hard feelings. Just give me a sincere apology. And Damon's like, what the fuck, brother? Like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> brother, what did you just say? Yo, what did you just step the fuck up, Elijah? <laughs> Yo, step up. Yo, want to take this outside, dude? Hey, little buddy, you got a staring problem? <laughs> um, but Stefan being the just epitome of a virtuous man that he is, mm, he... Yeah. He's like Elijah, my 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 peer, my my brother. Um, I'm sorry for trying to kill you twice. Yeah. Then he kisses him on the lips, and then he gives him a soft forehead kiss, <laughs> so gentle and and so tender, so sweet. Um, and Damon's like, no, this is so stupid. And then he goes and like storms into his room where Miss Andy Starr is waiting for him in her undies. Why? I have a question for you. Why was that the artistic choice of the director? This is Vicky all over again. There was no reason for this woman to be in her undies. Literally full underwear and bra. Like just and like heels. And, she, and she looks a bomb diggity. Like yeah, drop obviously, the workout routine says. Literally abs for days, but like why was she naked? <laughs> I'm not sure. But she She's there for him and he's like, I literally told you to go away. And she's like, no, I like don't want to leave. Like you have to know that someone cares about you. And he's like, yeah. literally go away. I'm going to punch you. And she's yeah. like, no, she does the whole like, no, like I trust you. And like you yeah. would never hurt me. And yeah. I'm like, here for you. Yeah. And then he gets mad and literally like viciously like assaults and bites her. Yes. Um. Okay. Yes or no. Did... Do you think that this probably negatively affected my development as a teen watching this? It's I one of many to... of these things. That yeah, are... exactly. I was going to say like, yeah, but if it wasn't this, it would have been something else. Like we it would have been stumbled... Twilight. We all stumbled upon bondage porn when we were way too young and just <laughs> Wait, like what? had to reconcile with that. What do you mean? What? You stump when did you stumble upon bondage porn? For the first time, I was maybe like mm, 14. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not okay. that I was I like watched it, but like you just you I watched <laughs> yeah, it enough yeah. to be like, what is this? And then you're yeah. like, wait, is this what people want? Is this the norm? Is it, should I be like yeah. ball gagged and like strapped? I mean, whatever, you guys get the picture, but yeah, it's all it's all very it's all very bleak when you think about it. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I guess you're right. This probably was like pretty mild for me to be watching. <laughs> <laughs> pretty soft. Um, but yeah, that's that. That was fucking 
kind of unnecessary and crazy and just goes to show that like when Damon's mad that he can't have Elena, he like acts out and like assaults women. Yeah. And then she does end up leaving, but like now she's. Well, he compels her to leave before he kills her. He's like, I'm going to kill you. So I'm going to compel you to leave. Which, like, Damn. yay points for the bare minimum of self-restraint. Yeah, literally, I know if you stay here one more second, I will punch you in the face. So get out of my face. Yay! Ugh, That's literally. Nice. Oh, sweet. Best man award. Best man. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, this is how the episode ends. Yeah. Wow, slash Alaric um, is in his apartment. And guess what? He has another witch come to help him get into his real body. And guess what? She's black. She's black. Maybe at first is- I at first I literally was like, "Who is this woman?" And before she even like her, her profession was revealed to us, I was like, "She's probably a witch yeah. because that's just their game." On the vampire Diaries. Maybe this is all like a very deep intellectual metaphor for like the labor that black people have had to do for white people in power. But most likely, it's just really bad writing and like really racially insensitive casting. And by that, I mean, yeah. 100% it's bad writing and racially insensitive casting. I, I mean, it, it just feels so like there's no way it could have been an accident at this point. You know what I mean? No. Like, oh, my God. No. Like, it just feels like it was. But I just don't understand. Maybe there's some greater picture I don't see that comes up in another season. That's like, why? I don't think there is. All right. Well, that's <laughs> she helps. Klaus, she does this like very witchy shit. I don't know. Alaric's body falls to the floor. They open up this like coffin of sorts, and Klaus, in his Klaus Klausian body, mm-hmm. steps out, and he's wearing a necklace. Oh my god, I didn't even notice. Klaus is always wearing some sort of like reggae white man like mm. mystical like puka shell sort of situation no, it's like um like a it's not a chain necklace that would be mm. hot it's like a literal those like fabric-y like leather yes. necklaces that have some sort of like okay venice beach pendant yes okay okay so that cool. with the ominous music cool that's guy. what i i hear that ominous music in my head when i see a wearing a man wearing a necklace like that so this all felt very realistic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I yeah. agree. I, I just don't – I mean, very specific types of men I feel can pull off jewelry, and he's not one of them. I think he would look great in a chain. I think a lot of guys look good in just, like, one chain, perhaps, if they're hot. Um, but this, I don't, I've never seen a man ever wearing a necklace like this that I was like, smash. <laughs> never. Do you think he's hot? Like I, like he is. He's hot, but I'm just saying the necklace itself, that's never been something that I've seen and been like, oh, for sure. Been like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I'd be like, take off the necklace. Yeah. You're like, ooh. It's very, you know, Heidi Montag and Spencer Pratt from the Hills. Spencer Pratt like has this weird, like crystal company and they're always like wearing these giant ass crystals oh and i think heidi montag is on like a raw meat diet wait is she the one where pictures were going around of her eating like a cow's heart just like in a ziploc bag yes in a ziploc bag what the fuck was that 
That's Maybe so she's... scary. <laughs> no. Like, is her stomach okay? Is she not going to get like... Dude, celebrities are so unhinged. I'm telling you, they have like no actual problems or things afflicting them. So they genuinely like become sadistic. Like Kourtney Kardashian is on the craziest diet right now where she can't like eat anything cold and it's like all liquid. Like she's only drinking like lukewarm liquids. Like they just create problems for themselves because they know it's like bizarre that they have the lives that they have. They're like, we have access to state-of-the-art chefs and all the new nutrition we could ever need. So we're going to eat raw red meat. Yeah, it's like they like persecute themselves in order to have a reason to like feel that they are, you know, living afflicted lives. I don't know. I don't have a full theory on it yet. I'll get back to you good for them i guess like stay away from me yeah and they will cow heart and yeah she doesn't want to be near you like don't worry (laughs) she's like wasn't planning on it (laughs) wouldn't touch you with a 10 foot pole you poor bitch (laughs) you still eat real food that's cute (laughs) cool yeah well i'm glad we wrapped up on that (laughs) now yeah that's the up okay well we'll see you next week okay love you so much Love you. Bye. Bye. Mystic balls.